Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario. I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by Dan McLaughlin, the Cardinals broadcaster and host of Scoops with Danny Mac weekdays from 10 to 11 o'clock right before us here on 101 ESPN. Dan, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great. How about you guys? We are doing A-OK. So, Let's start with Harrison Bader, because that, that's where we kind of started the show today. He's been amazing in his last four games. He's six for 13, two walks, three doubles, a triple, two homers in those th- uh, four games. And his OPS has gone from a rough 443 to an incredible 945 in that span. Dan, what have you seen from him? What has changed for Harrison Bader at the plate in the last few days? Well, physically, I, I see a guy that's a little taller at the plate. I also see a conscious effort on trying to take the ball up the middle and also staying on a breaking ball and a slider. So taking that up the middle, taking it to right. I, I thought Jim Edmonds did a great job on our postgame show breaking that down the other night. And with that comes confidence. So he's playing every day. If you hit, you're going to stay in the lineup. They're going to have a lot of options coming up, especially with Lane Thompson, Thomas coming back. Uh, you got Dylan Carlson. He's going to play every day. Dexter Fowler has been Dexter Fowler. So to stay in the lineup, he's going to have to hit. He's done that. He plays elite defense. So at the plate, BK, that's what I'm seeing. Up the middle and to right, making that conscious effort. And as you mentioned, six ex- extra base hits in that span. And that's been a, a good sign for him and for the Cardinals. Danny, look, once Lane Thomas gets back, it gets a little crowded in the outfield. And right now, Look, Harrison Bader's performing. Dylan Carlson is improving every single time he's in the lineup. He looks better and more comfortable. You've got Tyler O'Neill's got a little bit of a wrist thing going on right now, I believe. But ultimately, once everybody's healthy, what what do you think the Cardinals outfield looks like for Mike Schilt with especially with all this young talent available? Well, you're running out of games. I think if you perform, you play, and it gets crowded with the DH. I mean, that that was one of the ways that you could get guys in the lineup. And when you look at how it gets crowded, too, even as it pertains to the infield. Um, so the outfield, you also have Austin Dean coming back. You, you've got Ravello coming back, who can play a little bit of the outfield. And then look at what Brad Miller's doing. So he's going to have to be in the lineup too. He's got as many RBIs since they've come back after the second wave of the COVID hit the team um, as Fernando Tatis Jr. So one of the ways that you were able to maybe get 
some of those outfielders at bats is with the DH. Well, Edmonds got to play. Carpenter's going to play. Brad Miller's going to play. So there's not a lot of ways, um, ribs, to get guys' spots in the lineup. So I think the easy answer to this is that if you produce, you're going to play. And O'Neill had kind of hit a, a rough patch. Yeah, I think he was 0 for 5 in his last game. And as you mentioned, he's been a little dinged up. So if you're healthy, you're playing. And if you're producing, you're playing. And I think that's the way that Mike Shield will handle this. We're talking with uh, Cardinals broadcaster Danny Mack here on 101 ESPN. Dan, earlier today, I made a case that the Cardinals should make a trade at the deadline. Oh, here it is. And I made the case that the Cardinals should bring back one of their former pitchers. Can you guess who I was talking about there? Lance Lynn. <laughs> what do you think of it, Dan? He's got one year left after this season on his contract. It's about $9 million, so it's not going to break the bank. You're trying to figure out what the future looks like for Miles Michaelis coming back from this surgery. What do you think about the possibility of maybe bringing back Lance Lynn for a nice little last hurrah here in St. Louis? Uh, I don't see a need for pitching. Um, it, it, to me, if you were going to make any kind of effort to improve the club it would be trying to find somebody to hit behind goldschmidt like a really impact bat i don't see the club doing anything at the trade deadline because they're still trying to figure out what kind of team they have i mean the cardinals have a 337 team era that's third in the major leagues behind only the dodgers and the indians and yet the cardinals are hovering around the 500 mark to me it's the Cardinals offense. Now they've won all their eight games in which they've scored at least five runs. When they score fewer than five, they've lost nine of 11. So to me, it's not about the pitching. I, I think going into the season, normal season or not, um, their pitching was going to be fine. It was going to carry this club and their pitching has been very good. Now, if you can add a Lance Lynn and, and not have to give up a lot to get him, fine, go, go out and get him. He's been great. He gives you a ton of innings. And relatively speaking, in baseball terms, as you mentioned, the numbers, that's not a lot of money, but it's not my money. I don't have to, I have to spend it. But, um, you know, I, I don't see pitching as being the problem. And especially after they came out of the, the second wave of where they got hit, my goodness, their pitching has been really good. And Oviedo, I want to see more of him, not just this year, but looking forward. I like what I'm seeing out of Jake Woodford. And I think to your point, BK, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're, you're probably looking at next year, too. Yes. I mean, you're, you're you're looking at, hey, here's a solidified major leaguer that you know you're going to get a ton of innings, and he's going to give you a chance to win. And I get it. On the surface, it makes sense. And in the now, you've got a ton of doubleheaders coming up, so he's going to cover you in some of those games. So I get where you're coming from, but if I was going to improve the club, I would try to find a massive bat some way, somehow, uh, to be an everyday, let's say, DH, even though I just went through all the different guys that can DH, but just like that impact, huge, massive bat to hit behind Goldschmidt to where you have to pitch to him because he's drawing all these walks. And a, a byproduct of what's happening here is that, yes, he's got a very good eye, and yes, he's locked in, but no one's really pitching to him because they don't want to. Um, so you, you got to give him some type of protection behind him. So I'm not necessarily thinking about the pitching right now. I'm thinking about the hitting. But to your point, it's it's a valid one. You're going to have to find innings for the now and the future. But I don't think the club's going in that direction. But it is fun to talk about trade deadline and not talk about whether or not a season is going to come back. I love talking baseball. I love talking trade deadline because we're talking about what's happening on the field. Well, then why don't we talk about a bat, Dan? How about we do that instead? Uh, what do you think of J.D. Like Martinez? It. Do you like having one of the best hitters in all of baseball on your team for $20 million over the next two seasons after this year? Yeah, I don't have to pay that. Uh, I don't have to write that check. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Absolutely. You know, go get them. That, somebody said to me, well, who would you go get? And that was the name I mentioned. Really? You know, I mean, yeah, it was. Um, he's the kind of guy that would fit right into the middle of a lineup. I, I do find the trade deadline guys fascinating in baseball for a couple of reasons. So many teams are still in it because so many teams will make the playoffs this year. Um, and do scouts, you know, if you're going to make a deal, a lot of times you give up the known commodity, the major leaguer, and go get youth. That youth is in the minor leagues. They're not playing minor league baseball. There's no scouts watching those guys. So you're, you're not seeing those players. So you don't really know what you're getting back in, in some ways. Um, and the other thing is the financial part of this, too, is that we really don't know what the financial aspect of this pandemic is for each and every team. Um, at least I don't. You know, will we have fans in the stands at the beginning of next season? We don't know. Um, how hard have these teams been hit? They've all been hit hard, but how hard have certain teams been hit? And where do they want to go? Um, there's a team like Miami that really, at the beginning of the season, realistically had no shot to get into postseason play. Now they do. Do they say, ah, let's have a little fun. Let's go for it. I just find it kind of fun to talk about. So to the original point of J.D. Martinez, yes, he would be my guy. And how teams approach the trade deadline, I think it's going to be fun in Major League Baseball. All right, Danny, I want to go back to the pitching. And it's not the exact same route as my partner. Uh, I want to talk about an existing pitcher on the Cardinals roster right now, Adam Wainwright. I, I declared to my guys here, Tinfoil Ferrario and BK, I, <laughs> I declared that Adam hey, Wainwright. Hey, BK, BK, stick up for yourself. Don't don't let him do that to you. I, I'm just telling you, I, de- I declared that Adam Wainwright will be back next year and he'll continue to pitch well. I, do you see, look, he's been good. For this, what it's worth, there was no pushback on this, Dan. We all agreed with him. Okay, good. <laughs> Listen, good. this is my conversation, BK. Beat it. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Anyways, Wayno comes in at a good price, and right now he's looking like a bulldog out there on the mound. He's got that look to him, you know, that intensity. And, yeah, it's a shorter season, too, so that really kind of doesn't put him as much wear and tear on the guy. But I, the Cardinals got to bring this guy back. That's if he wants to come back. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, for many of the reasons you just said, uh, number one, physically, he, he's still getting the job done, and he'll be 39, I think, on Sunday. There's got to be a fire in that belly, as you know, ribs, to still compete. Obviously, it's there. I think it'll be there next year. I've heard from a lot of guys that said when the pandemic hit and they didn't have the sport there, they realized that um, they still wanted to, to play. You know, it realized that, that to them – that retirement, while it, it could be there and they're financially set, they're not ready to retire. They realize how much they love the game. He's one of those guys I think you may have to tear the, the jersey off of him, and he just loves to play the game. And from the Cardinals' perspective, I think they want to make it to where he goes out on, on his terms, and if the body allows him to go out on his terms and he says, you know what, I've had enough, then he does that. And by the way, he's still getting people out. And there's also the byproduct of being a guy that leads by example. I'll give you a good example. The other day, uh, Daniel Ponce de Leon came in after the start against the Reds, and Adam had given up a couple of unearned runs with airs behind him in the first, gave up a home run to Freddie Galvis in the second. He's down 3 nothing. Then you looked up in the seventh. He had set down 15 in a row. And he went to him, and he just said, how are you doing this? Like, how do you do this? I want to know how you do this. And Adam kind of pulled him aside and gave him some advice. 
you know, there's something about that, that leadership, that quality of watching him go about his business, watching Yachty do what he does every day, and seeing guys that they don't need the money. They do it because they love to compete. They have a fire in their belly. They love to be leaders. And there's just that intangible of having those kind of players around that I think are very important for a club. So uh, for all those reasons, I do think, and I don't know this from firsthand knowledge, it's just my guess, that I do think he'll be back. We're talking with Danny Mack, the host of Scoops with Danny Mack, weekdays from 10 to 11 o'clock on 101 ESPN. Last thing that I've got for you today, Dan, I kind of want to look a little big picture because I didn't know how the Cardinals were going to respond whenever they got back from all of this. We had no idea what the team was going to look like in terms of who was actually taking the field, how long these pitchers would be able to go, what they would be in terms of their effectiveness. And if nothing else, they have certainly stayed afloat since they returned to the field to play. Uh, what's impressed you about the way that they've responded to all of this? Oh man, BK, great point. Um, Really all of it. I, I, I wasn't sure that they would respond like this and staying afloat is probably the best way to put it. When you have major league teams that are competing night in and night out and they've had 17 days off and, you know, literally guys are throwing into a mattress just to stay, you know, they hold a ball, have a grip of a ball, which is what pitchers need day in and day out to play catch um, and to see them come out and compete. And Wayno's start was big. That first start back to have five innings and get it under your belt. Um, I think the thing that's impressed me the most is how they have balanced their pitching enough to get through those games. And now to get kind of a, a regular rhythm to their season. Now they will have a doubleheader tomorrow against the Pirates. But to be able to get through those games fairly unscathed with their pitching, we'll see if it does catch up to them. In September, if some of those innings do get, uh, you know, they catch up where guys are just kind of beat up and tired, which does happen in baseball, will be something to watch for. But I, I think that's been how Mike has handled his staff. I do think it's cost him a couple of games where he's made moves where he normally wouldn't have gone with certain pitchers, but I think he felt the need to do that to where he said, look, I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to hopefully get out of this game, out of this jam, but this may not be the matchup I go with, but i got to save those bullets for – later in the season, keep this guy somewhat fresh for tomorrow or the next day. Um, I think that's the thing, BK, that's impressed me the most. I don't know about you guys, but the fact that they've stayed afloat in that regard and it's given them a chance to win down the road the the next day, the game after that, and so on and so forth. So now that they're in the the rhythm of the season and these doubleheaders that are coming up, you know, guys now are starting to get stretched out. You know, for instance, Dakota Hudson – he'd had 74 pitches in his last game. Well, there's no reason to think that he can't go, let's say 85 to 90 tonight, 85 or 90 can get you through seven innings of a ball game that gets you through game one of a double header. That means you don't go to your bullpen. So they're going to be able to handle this a little bit better than maybe most thought, including me. And I think that's probably what has impressed me the most. It's been super impressive to watch and we'll be watching it once again tonight against the Royals. Got to have this one. When you play a team like the Royals, you got to win two out of three and we'll watch it all on Fox Sports Midwest with Danny Mack on the call. You can hear him as well weekdays from 10 to 11 o'clock right here on 101 ESPN. Dan, we always enjoy having you on the show, man. We look forward to talking with you again tomorrow. Enjoy the call tonight. Always love how prepared you guys are. You never leave any stone unturned. I love it. Thanks, guys. That's Danny Mack on 101 ESPN.